Welcome to the Fanboy Forecast Audio Podcast. All things manga and anime. And talking about video games. Bryce will speak his mind. Discussing all the wrongs and rights. It's the Fanboy Forecast. It's the Fanboy Forecast. Hello and welcome to episode 102 of the Fanboy Forecast. I'm your host, Bryce White, and I hope you're all having a happy Thanksgiving holiday or uh, November. If you don't celebrate Thanksgiving, I'm not here to judge. Annalise was busy doing other things. Today I'm going to talk about the third book of the Legend of Zelda series after Hyrule Story and Arts Artifacts. That book is The Legend of Zelda Encyclopedia. Like the previous two books, Legend of Zelda Encyclopedia is an extensive and very dense amount of information for the long-running series. The book goes into three sections, historical records, the database, and the archives. I'll go through each, but first I want to say the presentation of these books is top-notch stuff. It is hardbound with an elegant cover, and the quality of the images and pictures are worthy of the beloved Zelda franchise. It looks great, next to the other two on the bookshelf, for sure. But what's inside the book? The historical records section houses detailed looks into the mythology, race, realms, geography, nature, and culture of the various Zelda games. It also presents an updated timeline of the series, where all the games sort of fit together. The authors even admit that some minor changes happened since Hyrule Astoria. I'm no Zelda chronology expert, so the timeline presented here seems believable enough of a theory as any other. I'm sure super fans could pick it apart, but I still really appreciate the clear presentation of how everything sort of fits together. The historical records section covers just about everything you'd want to know about the history of Hyrule and its most important figures throughout its history. But the best thing this section does is to provide clear visuals about the geography and world of Hyrule. If you want to know what fish or insects appear in what Zelda games, well, this has you covered. Like I said, it is extensive with information, uh, but there are two standout sections I think are the best. The first is the presentation of the maps of Hyrule and what areas line up with each other. For instance, I didn't know this, the Legend of Zelda, the original one, takes place in a small subsection of the larger Link to the Past map which I think is really cool. It shows the sections of the surface world in Skyward Sword become in later games in the series, and then shows what sections of the map are the islands you travel to in the Wind Waker after the world is flooded. And the second standout section is the chart of the dozens of swords Link has used over the years, as well as the lineages of the swords. There's also a whole section dedicated to the written languages through the Ages of Zelda, with translations of the symbols to our alphabet. The second section of the book is the database. This is where you see why the book is called an encyclopedia, because it is. This database covers every location, item, dungeon, and enemy in the history of the series, while save Breath of the Wild, is either presented alphabetically in the case of items and enemies, or by the game in the case of locations and dungeons. The item section is most impressive. From Maggie's letter to a scoot fruit, this book has you covered. And the dungeon not only covers every dungeon in the original Legend of Zelda, but also the second quest ones as well. I should also say every entry has some text information for it. That's actually cited in a bibliography at the end of the section. The third section is the archives, and these offer the plot and character relationships of every game in the series. But the real reason to read this section is the developer notes and documents for the games in the series. There's a picture of the storyboard of the opening animation to link to the past. Another example is some real crazy original character sketches of the characters in Ocarina of Time. Another fun fact, apparently when developing the Z-targeting in Ocarina, the development team called it a fairy navigation system, which gave birth to Navi's name. And these are all really fun to read. Going through the main line Zelda games as you turn the pages really makes you appreciate that despite having so many art styles, it's still always unmistakably The Legend of Zelda. The promotional material section is a treat as well, as it's a fascinating look at how The Legend of Zelda games were promoted over the years, in both Japan and here. I don't have a lot of complaints about this book. I guess when this book is being produced, a rather unimportant Zelda game, a side game, Triforce Heroes, must have been the next Zelda game day to come out, because there's more page time than you would expect dedicated to it. I guess you could say the same thing for Hyrule Historia, how 
focused pretty heavily on Skyward Sword. The difference, however, is regardless of your feelings towards Skyward Sword, it is a mainline Zelda game and it actually is a critical entry from a Zelda lore standpoint. Triforce here is almost feels as important as Link's crossbow training. It's just a strange choice. Unfortunately, Breath of the Wild does not get much focus at all, but that's luckily a timing thing as well. There is mention of Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild in the interview at the end of the book, but I still would like to see the Breath of the Wild stuff incorporated into the encyclopedia sections. If you're a big Legend of Zelda fan, this is a no-brainer to add to the bookshelf next to Arts Artifacts and Hyrule Astoria. If you aren't the biggest fan, there's some interesting things within, but you might want to skip this one. Odds are you don't really care what bugs are in which game, and such like that. Legend of Zelda Encyclopedia is published by Dark Horse, and if you check out more about it, OG Link 25AZ. Feel free to send comments or questions to Bryce at TalkingGeneration.net. That's it for me. Short one this week. Until next time, take care.